This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. Troy D is here. What's up, Troy? Hey, Clip. How are you, man? Happy game week. Happy game week to you. God, I can't believe it's here already. For the 12th time, are you going to say <laughs> summer's over? It is officially, unofficially over <laughs> at this point. But boy, it still feels like summer outside. But, it is uh, a hot one. It is. Uh, I tell you, with the way ECU's schedule is, with four home games to start out, uh, it won't be any beach time until October. But um, I'm going to struggle through it, and I'm going to ch- I'm going to focus strictly on football at this point. And uh, Holden Naylor's joining us here, Holden, to hear that, the dedication from Troy to struggle through these games. <laughs> yeah. That's got to fire you up, right? Oh, it does. Yeah. Um, inspirational right there. So, <laughs> okay. um, just... Can you talk to the team before Saturday, yeah. Troy? I, I, I'm considering it. Uh, I'm going to do a warm-up speech Thursday at the party. <laughs> All right. And then uh, Coach Houston will be there. He might need my services Friday night. Maybe, Maybe even so. a Saturday right before Maybe they so. run through the tunnel. Yeah. But uh, whatever service the Pirate Nation needs from me, I'm willing to do- donate. Holden, uh, we ask you a ton of questions this offseason we're about out of them we're ready for yeah, games for how about i mean coach houston these coaches even you yourself to your teammates you, you got to motivate the guys say different things you don't want to deliver the same exact message you want to tweak it so uh first of all with coach houston how, how does he do when it comes to motivational speeches firing up the guys uh for every game he does pretty dang good <laughs> um he's definitely the best uh speech giver before games that i've ever had i mean he he gets the guys fired up and uh it's not. It's never the same, you know. Some coaches have kind of the same thing every time, like you said. But um, he changes every time, and you know, by that point, if you're not ready to go play, I mean, you got something wrong with you. I mean, you can. We really we have our you know pregame speech right there, um, looking over the field because we're in the lock in the um, weight room right there. So I mean, if you can't get pumped up before that, it's you. You don't need to be playing. Hold on. How much of the you know pressure for this year, you know, expectations falls on you because I mean, let's be honest. Uh, I was. I sent you a screenshot actually this weekend. I was down at um, the coast, and they have something called Spectrum News for folks that don't get that in Greenville. It's a statewide newscast on on Spectrum, and their lead sports story was one week from tonight. NC State it wasn't prepares for East Carolina. Prepares for Holton Aylers as they roll into Greenville. And I said that to you. I was like, wow, what about the rest of the team yeah, they ought to worry real. about too? But you're you're the story right now, man. This is uh this is your team. This is your year. And um, you know, just the moment that you're in right now, knowing what's at stake for this season. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't call it pressure. Um it's really a privilege just to be in this situation and um I mean coming here, these are the games that you you know, come here to play in. You know, me and you know the leadership council were kind of talking yesterday. Some of the guys, most of those guys in there are guys that we came in were fifth year guys that you know came in when the program was really in shambles. Um, and we talked about you know this is the game that we we wanted to play in when we got here. We wanted to bring the fans back into the stadium and bring hype around. You know, the off season going into the season, so we finally have that back and just got to go there and produce now. Look, there's so many important games on the schedule, and you guys want to get to postseason play again. But this does kind of have a feeling, and it's not ECU Super Bowl. This is an important game, and it's a great rivalry, but it's not the end-all, be-all. But I will say it it does have an electric atmosphere as we head into the week right now as far as the excitement level going into a a season opener like this. Yeah, it does. I mean, the excitement around Greenville is probably the most it's been, you know, since I've been here for Mm -hmm. sure in a really long time. So, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about it. You know, at the end of the day, um, I mean, the fans are going to have a huge impact on the game, especially like third downs and stuff like that. Um, we, we're going to need them to get loud. But, I mean, we just got to focus what's in between the lines and focus on our job. And then at the end, hopefully the outcome comes our way. 
Holden watching a clip right now on Twitter of Russell Wilson throwing an interception. Damon Magazoo, oh, yeah. 2010, to beat NC State. Were you at this game? I was. I was at that game. Second <laughs> so, three. So you were probably cheering for the Pirates at I this was, time. Yeah. And now uh, you're going to be uh, playing with the Pirates, trying to beat NC State at home. And uh, Dave Doran was on with Brian Bailey earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. We'll play some of those cuts later. But talked about how he knew you and, and yep. your recruitment. And one thing I do remember, I remember asking your dad after you took that trip there, and he said, uh, I tell you what, the, there's facilities are top notch. And I yeah. was like, wait a minute. Well, how much did Holden like those facilities? Yeah. <laughs> so how, what was that like, Holden, uh, visiting NC State? Uh, any any thoughts in that head of yours? Uh, you know, I could see myself in red one day. Yeah. I mean, I one thing with my recruitment and my family did a really good job of was they gave, they, you know, they sat me down and were like, look, you know, you got to give everyone a chance. You know, you went, obviously I'm from here. Um, I'm an ECU fan and stuff like that. But everyone did deserve a chance. And they were probably the closest school I was going to outside of ECU. Um, and Coach Jordan, those guys did a really good job recruiting me. But I mean, at the end of the day, who can pass up a kid from Greenville playing quarterback in Greenville? I mean, you can't really pass that up. Old Naylor's joining us. We'll be on the field taking on NC State on Saturday. Watched a little football on uh, this past Saturday, week zero. And I did a double take hold and I was watching Charlotte and FAU. Yeah. And the announcer said, great pass breakup by Tank Robinson. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, that can't be. He's still playing, He's still getting a dud on the field (laughs) at Charlotte. Uh, Were you able to watch any week zero action on Saturday? So, I watched the Vanderbilt game. I was super busy during the day. Um, had a lot of film and then some meetings and stuff um but yeah i, I watched the vanderbilt game it was like 10 30 at night so uh, i mike right their quarterback uh he was at the main passing academy so we became good friends and and kind of watched that i i tried to watch a little bit of the charlotte game because i'm friends with chris to their quarterback uh, but i got just bits and pieces of it all day troy i have a stat uh, actually it's a trend to consider all right i'd like to throw out to everyone okay uh so far this college football season in games featuring a team that wears purple that is an 11-point underdog facing a team that wears red whose school name begins with the letter N, mm-hmm. the purple underdog has won outright. And uh, would that be 1-0 on the season? That would season? be 1-0, and o, the, perfect, the fa- and that would be Northwestern knocking off Nebraska. Yeah, wow, I like that. <laughs> now, that is a uh, – see, that's the type of information and stats that is what makes local programs like this so great because you're not going to find that – on ESPN. You're no. not going to find that in USA Today. You're not going to get that anywhere else. That is the type of stat that you could take to your workplace tomorrow and really impress a colleague <laughs> with. Yeah. And I like that. I like getting that that deep inside the numbers clip where it's a relatable stat to our fan base. Everything I see, I say, how can I make this sound good for East Carolina? <laughs> yeah. And I was able to do Big that. Big win for Northwestern, by the way. It was. Yeah. The Wildcats on a tear. Uh, over in Ireland. Holden, uh, how would you like to play a a game overseas like that i'm all down for it i mean that'd be pretty sweet if you asked me i mean free vacation in a way i mean obviously you're practicing and stuff but i mean if they're gonna send you to another country to play football i'm down yeah. for it there was a lot of uh angry fans in red troy there was a lot of nebraska fans <laughs> that bet. made that trip to ireland yeah i saw scott frost commenting afterwards they gotta rework some stuff uh, would you say he's on the hot seat uh what's hotter than hot flaming uh yeah he's standing at he's this on point. an inferno chair yeah. at this moment yeah he saw that he said they need to be more aggressive on offense well he's yeah well he's former he, quarterback he, offensive coach yeah i was gonna say he kind of his job he, right? he should have a talk with himself and <laughs> he's got to look at the mirror. That. yeah, yeah. He, he could have some say so on how they run that but to, i mean that's a tough season opener a conference game east carolina not playing a conference game but they're also not playing like florida and m like north carolina did you open up the season old yeah with a challenge and you guys are kind of used to this you've played yep. tough season openers pretty 
much every year, right? Yeah, since every year here. since I've been here, it's been really an in-state school or I mean a big, good team. So. Yeah. Hold on, how, nothing new to us. How are they doing? Like a lot of times, like the first twenty plays going into the game might be scripted, yeah. and you already know kind of what to expect. Uh, there can always be adjustments, but is that is that kind of how how's Donnie and how are you guys handling that this year as far as the, you know the start of the game? Yeah, um, we're gonna sit down Wednesdays usually when you kind of get you know the little bit of the first script planned out, and I mean you always plan something and something else happens. It seems like, yeah. but I mean you you definitely run the first couple plays um, to script, especially to start the season. I mean just stuff that you're you're good at i mean stuff that you know will work and uh you know just trying to get the thing going in the right direction so it's just it's a handful that you know we're going to start yeah. this way and then we'll kind of go fire there. after yeah. that yeah rajay harris is sitting right out there holding so don't beware of that when you answer this if you could call the first play of the game i was gonna say every play but you'd probably throw the ball 75 times but yeah first play of the game saturday what do you call it what do you run well, I have a little bit of a say so in this uh, oh, when okay. I sit down with Coach. Well, maybe K, you shouldn't so, say that. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> um, I mean, a touchdown is what I'm going to call. But uh, yeah, I mean, why I can't, don't y'all call that every? Yeah, play? I know. I know. I'll Jeez. try to talk to him about it. But yeah, I, I have a little bit. I'm not going to say I have a ton of say so in it. But I mean, he definitely. I mean, I have an opinion in it, and he listens to it. So I'm not going to say too much there because, and, and we might actually run that play. All right, so let, let's peel back the curtain a little bit without you know giving out just logistically. Donnie's calling the plays. Yep. He calls it down. Now, in the the helmets now have a headset where you can hear no, them. Are they dull? just in the NFL. Or that's the NFL only? Yeah, so, so, they, you, uh, so they signal them in to you. They signal them in, So yeah. it's still the old hand signals, which is what you see the guys. Yeah. You've got like three of them. A couple of them are decoys because they're always worried about people stealing signs. No, still. so they're all real. Uh, well... Yeah, I mean they're just signaling different things, but they're all, they're all real signalers. We don't have any. Okay, so you're wa- looking for them. They hand signal it to you yeah. what the play is, and then you take the play. How many play? So you have to memorize what those hand signals mean. Yeah, or what the signs are that they're holding up. Yep, or a combination. Of both, yeah. Um, how many different plays? First of all, does ECU have like in the playbook? Oh gosh. <laughs> A ton. I mean, I you can't really count them. I mean, every single play I mean, has hundreds. Oh, at least yeah. I mean, I so, think. I mean, probably over five hundred. So not only do you have to memorize the plays yeah. and know the plays, you have to then memorize the calls for those plays. Yeah. So it's really kind of two sets of of yeah memory then, skills you have to have. Yeah, you know, we're at the point now where we signal in uh, multiple plays, and then whatever look we have, um, I call the best play towards that look. So. See, I mean, it's a lot to process in a short amount of time yeah do you ever get to the point where i mean because i know this would happen to me oh god what is that play no i've never i've never had that i the signals have always come naturally to me so Caden norman was my best friend and roommate um and he was kind of like the big signaler for three years of my career especially the beginning um and him being my roommate and stuff like we was always together so i mean i kind of we would just talk about it and like whenever we put in a play coach k would be like you know this is the name of the play what do you think the, sig- the signal should be so i already have a say so in it yeah um in a way so i mean it's not like they just say this is a signal for it and you run with yeah it. Like, but that's the type of stuff like i've known you for years i've never even asked you that before yeah. i mean it is kind of the behind the scenes stuff, it is yeah for sure if you don't have those plays memorized or those calls memorized oh, you're screwed i mean you can't the most yeah. terror inducing thing as a little league football player was the coach telling you the play and then running you in the yeah. game and you had to tell the quarterback yeah. man i would freak out <laughs> i was like x left i don't know <laughs> time out what do i do so uh yeah that was uh that brought back some bad memories yeah sorry <laughs> cliff i didn't mean to give you a 
PTSD there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I guess you can always audible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's, you can always say, I saw something, Coach. Yeah, the like, defense. yeah when really you're you playing, didn't know the plug. Yeah, your plan B is the audible. Holden, I uh, was asked this by a listener as far as the uh, the dreaded word COVID. Are you guys still testing? Is there any no. COVID talk? Okay, so all no, that's, that's gone. gone yeah. Clip, no testing. Here's the deal. Now, I'm not talking for East Carolina. I'm just saying in general, can't catch COVID if you don't test for COVID. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that before. <laughs> so, so, really during bowl games. So that's just about it. Now yeah. So, all right. There you go. Let's Ask just not worry answer. about him. Yeah. <laughs> Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, all right. So final prep this week. Holden, what is the uh, the practices looking like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Is that yeah. coming up? Yeah. Tuesdays are, are the hard practice. I mean, we'll go full pads in. I mean, it's pretty much like a camp practice. I mean, we're all out there. Um, I mean, you, you got time before the game to kind of rest up your body. That Wednesday's kind of in between a light and a hard practice. And then Thursday's the, the run-through. Um, we do two-minute drill and situational stuff then. Then so Friday's... You, you guys call it not a walk-through. A run you guys through. do a run-through. That's yeah. pretty cool. I like that. Um, Friday's even more of a walk-through type thing with no helmet, um, shoes. So we're not even in cleats that day. Um, that is like an official run-through. Um, and then Saturday we have a walk-through in the morning. That's go time. All right, you guys still stay all together the night yeah, before. At the Hilton. Yeah, yeah. So get get off campus or you yeah. know get that, don't have the distractions of wherever. Yeah, we uh we leave around fr- Friday around like three or four. We yeah. we head to the hotel. What time does the uh, the day start Saturday for you? Pretty dang early. So I think wake ups at six thirty in the morning. Um, we'll have a walk through and then I believe I know the pirate walks at nine thirty. I think we have like pregame meal at like eight o'clock. Blake Carroll was asked by Brian Bailey today if he still gets the game day butterflies, and he said, yeah, you can feel it when you wake up on a game day. How about you? After all your experiences, all your games, do you feel any different when you wake up that game day morning? Um, I wouldn't say like butterflies in a bad way, but more of just like exciting. I mean, you, you work year-round to play 12, 13, 14 right. games. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely an excitement in there when you wake up and you know pop open those curtains to the hotel. And, I mean, you always see people out there already tailgating, even at our hotel and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's definitely a different feeling that, I mean, that's what you train for. I guess when you get on that bus and they bring you yeah. in with the police escort. Yeah, that's, it's, that's pretty it, sweet. It feels pretty pretty yeah. good. You yeah, know, like, hey, this is cool. this is real. It's go time. Yeah, especially when the when the pirate walk's packed out. I mean, there's no better feeling. Yeah, I imagine Saturday it will be packed out. Yeah. With Heck pirates. Yeah. Packed yeah. out with pirates. Get it? Heck I like yeah. it. Thanks. I guess later this week we'll have a jersey reveal. Do you have any say in that? Who who decides on the uniform? Yeah, uh, leadership council does, and I'm part of that. So we we do know what we're already wearing. I guess I shouldn't oh. say it. I probably would have told you unless you said the uniform reveal thing. Damn. But yeah, totally forgot about that. But uh, yeah, I mean I know what we're wearing, um, and I'm I'm pumped about it. So Speaking we'll of which, we're having a. Uh T shirt jersey. What are we calling it? It's called a jersey. A jersey. Yeah, a shirt jersey. We could add a reveal right here. Yeah, we could. Well, we still could something. potentially. Um, hot off the presses. Yep. They have just. They are landing at showrooms today. Yep. Clip Rock at Shimmer in Greenville and at UBE. Holt Naylor jersey. The Holt Naylor's jersey shirt jersey. Yep. And we've got them in um, purple, black, and gold. Yep. All three colors are going to be available. I'm, uh, my guess is they'll be on the floor probably this tomorrow. Yeah, they'll be out there tomorrow. So, so uh, go buy one according to where you're sitting yeah, with the strikeout deal. Uh, yeah, at Daddy Fickle State. Um, I could go grab one and we could show it. We could have the world debut. Do it if you want one. You well, we talked about it, so now we Clip, need to do can it. Can you? 
clip can you uh, kill like for two minutes? I don't know, man. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> Hold on. I'll be right back. Hopefully, I can. I'll borrow your key for a second. <laughs> All right, with the Scherzy reveal coming up shortly, as uh, Holden Ehlers joins us here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Holden, uh, who are your starting receivers this week? Starting receivers: um, Zay Winstead, Ryan Jones, Slashing Calhoun, C.J. Johnson, and then Jalen Johnson. Man, uh, somebody had said they were watching. You guys uh, practice a little bit, and it's all like six foot plus across yeah, the board, huge. and a uh, lot of lot of talent out there yeah. to throw the ball to this yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talent. We they got a, we got a lot of guys that kind of like you said that can create mismatches with their size, um, with their ability. So excited to go see them work. I mean, they haven't two of them. You know, Zay and um, Jalen haven't played a lot of ball at ECU, um, but I mean they've played a lot of ball at other places. So excited to see them go work Saturday. I, I asked Raquan Boyette, who by the way is is awesome. Yeah, like, he, is. he is an excitable yeah. dude. And I I said, you know, how many receivers do you want to play on game day? And he said, I don't want to give you a number. I just want to say I want everybody who dresses to be ready to go yeah. in. So like on that note, Holton, how many guys are, do you feel confident? You've already named two tight ends, a few receivers, but what's that number for you? How many guys do you feel confident that could play on game? Yeah, I mean, right honestly, we probably have close to 10 guys that I'm confident in now just because, I mean, there's guys that are in our, that have been in our program three, four years that have been, I've been working with timing kind of behind the scenes, maybe not, you know, on Saturdays, but behind the scenes that have, um, you know, been waited for their time and they're going to get a time. I mean, there's got, there's guys on that team that maybe aren't starting that are going to get a lot of reps for us this year and a lot of catches so uh i mean we probably got i mean we're we're really deep at receiver once especially once they all get healthy i mean a couple of them are nicked up right now with hamstrings and stuff but once they get going i mean we're pretty deep at that position speaking of the timing do you feel like you know with winstead and johnson is that something you're ready with right now week one or is that something that maybe builds as the season goes along yeah i mean it's always building um, i mean i know we're going to be ready to go saturday i mean we're as is the best time we've had. Um, it's probably the last scrimmage. So, I mean, we feel good about it. I mean, obviously, it's something that is going to continue to grow. Every time you throw the receiver in a game, it's going to continue to grow. But we're ready. All right. Troy D is back. All right. Let me describe these for our radio audience first, and then I'm going to hold them up to the camera. All right. So, we got purple. The back looks just like the back of Holt Naylor's jersey. Same. I love the uh, number font. The same number font, same type of print in the name. Sure. The front has Holt Naylor's autograph embedded in a cool 12 logo. With We're calling this the uh, QB12 Holt Naylor's logo. Yep. It's like a Roman numeral. So, yeah, so we've logo. got... I'm going to hold this one up in purple. The Holt Naylor shirt jersey, a.k.a. jersey. Purple, jersey. gold, and black. For our uh, YouTube and Facebook crowd. Yeah, you can, you can see them on video. Yeah. So the black has uh, gold letters and, or, and numbers, and the number is outlined in purple. The, uh, the gold shirt has a big purple numbers with uh, outlined in white. And uh, those are sharp, man. I like those. Yeah, they came out looking really good. Thanks to our friends. Appreciate you letting uh, University Sportswear yes, sir. be the exclusive provider of these. All sizes? All sizes available. Much, yeah. We have uh, from youth small to, I was going to say. Like two X, two X, maybe. Yeah. Clip Brock yeah. would have definitely had a, a Crandall or a Blake oh. <laughs> as a kid. The kids are going to eat this up. Yeah, I think these are going to be really popular. They are limited edition, you yeah. know. So they're not. Uh, there's not. I will say there's not endless supply of these. Yeah. Now they're going to hit the. Uh, as I said, retailers as far as UBE and Shimmer right now are your exclusive retailers at this moment. Yep. But uh, two color print. They look really good. They look sharp. 
and get one of each color if you want or just you know get one for your kid too we do have kid sizes available so i, th- I think these are going to be really popular holding yeah cool. i'm pumped about it so and, and, and they're not going to be too expensive either not like a yeah a regular jersey that's what, that's that like, was one of the things that i wanted to have is yeah everyone can get it and it'll be like in the game. 20 dollar range yeah. or something you know around there Holden, you've learned a lot about football since your time at ECU, but how about entrepreneurship and business yeah. and all that? You've uh, you've got that I've down pat at this point. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here running a company kind of behind the scenes, and I have people now who kind of do that for me, um, especially during football season. But, yeah, I mean, I've learned. I mean, if you would have told me when I first got here that I'd have my own business while still playing football, I'd have thought you were crazy. But it's just kind of worked out that way and kind of naturally happened. And, uh, you know, I have, I've learned a ton. So it's been fun. Awesome. Yeah. He's like a uh, Fortune 500 CEO at this point with uh, the experience. <laughs> Maybe one day between on the field experience and then off the field yeah. business experience, you're gonna have a you're a well-rounded young man. Yeah, yes, sir. So, but if uh, that works out, you can get into local politics. But <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking well, about that one. Which, by the way, <laughs> you are a popular quarter, guy. Yeah. Fifth quarter coming your way Saturday after the game. Yeah, we should mention our uh, airtime. We start at a 8 a.m. clip, as you know, with the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Thanks to Bud Light, uh, our tw- 20 years as the sponsor. This is we're going into our 20th football season. Holden, when we started Pirate Radio. Just there was little baby Holt Nailers, <laughs> literally. <laughs> and one day we said, "Man, that little kid's going to grow up and <laughs> be a big part of our station, yeah. the university." <laughs> um, but no, it was uh, 20 years ago when we started. This is our 20th season, so we kick it off 8 a.m. this Saturday with the Bud Light pregame tailgate, and then uh, afterwards it's the world famous U.S. Sailor fifth quarter calling show. So, clip I know you'll be uh, anchoring that with our buddy Billy Weaver again this year. We're looking forward to that. Everybody's a part of the uh, pregame show. Our entire team uh we'll be out there doing tailgate reports we'll be you'll be checking in with everybody everywhere that's a fast moving four hours i will say if you've ever listened to the pregame it show fast. it does it sounds like i know people have asked me before that the out of market like friends and like how do you do a four-hour show i'm like well listen to it one time yeah. and, and you'll realize man it goes by quick but um it's hard to believe man 20 years clip that uh we start this saturday Holden, do you ever want to call the post game show like before you came to ECU? That'd be great if we had an old clip of Holden Naylor. <laughs> with this it. NIL deal, you could host the post game <laughs> if you'd like. No, to. I've never, I've never called in the show before, but I mean, I did listen to it growing up and stuff. So. Yeah, uh, gotta love the Pirate fans. Yeah, passionate sure. bunch for sure. I yeah. mean, it's and it is. I will say, entertaining. I like to hear just kind of you get a good cross section of people's views and opinions. Yeah. As I say, we all watch the same game. Yeah, in the same and it. The same thing happened. The same play. But the perspective from people is amazing how different people see things. And it's all the same stuff that we saw. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what makes it pretty cool is, like you said, you know, hearing different opinions and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I definitely see why people call in and stuff. And like you said, I mean, Pirate fans are passionate and want to talk about it. So, why not? Holden, I appreciate you joining us all offseason, man. Been fun to to talk football with you. And now we'll finally be able to talk about results, previewing games. Because once you get into it, like we'll talk to you next Monday and obviously recap the the state game, but yep. at that point you're already looking at week two. Yeah, I mean sure. it, it just happened so fast yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean that's just how it is in college football. Is those Mondays, especially Mondays. I mean you know Sundays you kind of you know look back and once you finish that meeting with with the film and you go out to practice. I mean you're on to the next week, which, yeah. which is ODU next week. So uh, yeah, I mean once it, once the season started, it goes by fast. Holden, I uh, appreciate it, man. Thanks appreciate for joining you. us. Good luck to you. Heck we'll yeah. be uh, excited. We'll be out there pulling for you. And uh, I know the Pirate Nation's behind you. should be an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, I'm pumped. Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. And uh, tickets still available for folks that uh, if they have not purchased their ticket yet. But I, I did hear the lower bowl is sold out. So uh, yeah. there are some remaining tickets in the upper deck. 
Rajay Harris, our guest here, has played in a lot of pirate games uh, on the big stage, but still pretty cool to be playing on ESPN, right, Rajay? Definitely, man. It's a blessing, man. It's just a blessing. <laughs> did you, like, what, what did a young football play in Rajay Harris? Like, what were your dreams as a youngster? I mean, and, and now that you're playing you know big time college football there's still more ultimate dreams for you in the football world i'm sure but do you feel like you're kind of living out some of them dreams now yeah man it's just it's a blessing to play you know this game but um a game like nc state they coming to you uh, that's just a childhood dream you know just playing a playing a school that done beat clemson and you know got all this 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 praise man it's just it's just a blessing just to be here to go out there and compete with the team so you're aware of what folks are saying about them this year how much is that discussed uh, from the coaches? How much is it talked about with you and your teammates? Um, we hear it. We see it. But, um, you know, we honestly just ready to go out there and just show them what the power is about. You know, they got all the hype coming into the game, which is fun. Uh, and just a lot of motivation and a lot of, you know, gas for us to go out there and just show them what we can do. So that was Mike Houston's first game against NC State. You have not played against them, correct? Nah. So this will be your first matchup mm-hmm. with the Wolfpack uh, coming up on Saturday. And you're a South Carolina guy. So uh, I don't know. Did you know anything about the the North Carolina, uh, I guess, rivalries and things like that growing up? Or were you more about Clemson, South Carolina, those teams? Honestly, I was more about like Clemson, South Carolina. Uh, teams like that but um since i've been here I've, i'm not fully understanding like you know the rivalry but i can i can tell that it's it's a big thing here did i uh, did nc state ever take a look at you coming out of high school um i got a couple letters uh, no offer no talks with the coaches anything like that but a yeah. uh, couple letters and stuff like that but came out uh, <laughs> came out last week rajay it sounds like marlon gunn and this could change uh, because we learned very early on in your career that Whoever's having the best week of practice is going to play, and you you took over that pretty early on in your career here. But it sounds like Marlon Gunn has kind of got a spot there, that third running back spot. But I know that's an ongoing position battle, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, you got guys like Camaro and Pop McKay, uh, Nemo that's just grinding away. So you know, one day can dictate your you know position, your spot. So um, you know, Marlon's he got that that right head on his shoulders, and he's grinding every day. So he deserve it, man. And she got to keep going, keep stacking days. Last week, uh, camp ended, so you had your mock game week. They were calling it. How was practice last week? How'd it go for you guys? Um, it was decent. Uh, he didn't really try to kill us. Uh, we had two full pad days, so it was kind of like two other days was like camp days again. But uh, you know, we kind of like bought in on NC State. You know, just to get a little start, just to get ahead of them that week. But uh, this week, we locked in. We ready to play. Uh, I'm proud to start tomorrow. We're ready to go. When you, uh, I hear a lot of coaches, especially old school coaches, it sounds like they know players almost more by number than name. So they'll be like, we got to watch out for, for 47 <laughs> and you got to watch out for two. How about you? Do you know the names of those state defenders or you know numbers right now? I know some of the names, yeah. but uh, mostly I know the numbers. Um, I know what they do, I know their, their structure, uh, stuff like that. But uh, by the time game time, Game time come under the, the names and everything. Who? Uh, <laughs> what players are jumping out on tape to you right now from uh, State's defense? Anybody in particular? All of them pretty good to be yeah. athletic. They're very athletic, uh, great defensive line, uh, very aggressive linebackers, uh, great safety number 10, uh, good player, uh, cornerbacks. They're long. You know, they're just all athletic, everybody on their defense. How's, uh, how's this offense clicking as we, we get into this final week of practice here? Is it uh, still things to fine-tune, or are you, you feeling pretty good about where you are? Um, 
you know, we got one more week to, to ice it up. But, um, you know, I'm feeling good about the offense. Every player on offense, I'm bought in. I know I know the defense ready. Um, I know Coach K going to have us ready. Holton's going to have us ready. So, you know, we're going to go out there and execute. Talked a lot. Keaton Mitchell uh, going to do some kick returning, and a lot of the defensive guys say they're going to be a part of special teams. Are you in on any special teams this year for East Carolina? Yes, sir. Um I'm trying to do some punt to uh, kick off. I'm trying to get in everywhere, honestly, man. I'm just trying to get on the field and have fun. Yeah, <laughs> and and coaches have different philosophies on that. Sometimes they want the second, third stringers to be on those special teams units. It sounds like East Carolina wants their best on the field at all times. Is that oh, yeah. how y'all do it? Definitely, definitely. If you can play, if you're able to play, you're going to be on special teams. No matter if you're one, three, two, it don't matter. Like If you can play, you're going to be on special teams. Raja Harris joining us here on the Delcor Players lounge uh, did you watch any football saturday had a few games on to choose from did you see anything uh, i watched western kentucky and austin p uh, i watched the old player former player here jamie mccray uh, mm-hmm. he played a uh, good bit uh, northwestern game a little bit i just found out today that the the internet or something went out the lights or something i, I don't know i just found I that out it. today uh, uh but I ain't watch a lot of it, to be honest. I'm just ready to see the Pirates out there. I'm ready for that Sunday. Watch film on, on us. There you go. Uh, I had a, my last fantasy draft Saturday, Rajay. I took 149er, and that 1-9-er was Depot. So That's a good idea. How you feeling about that pick? That's a great pick. That is a great pick. <laughs> do you play fantasy football? I do not. Okay. I Never played not. before? I, I don't even know how to work it. I just, I just Real bought, football players don't care about fantasy football. I just football. bought Matten for the first time since I was – a kid, yeah, honestly. So I don't even know how to play it. I don't know nothing about it. Wow. Guess I'm gonna learn. Well, how about it? How excited are you to be in a game next year? Because the new college football game is gonna come out next year. Yeah, that's gonna be sweet. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I'm probably gonna play that every day. <laughs> I mean, that was. Have you? Did you play that growing up at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I played college. Oh yeah, I played college. Road to glory, all that. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're living it, and yes, uh, and now you'll be in the game coming up. You can run uh, with that 47 next year Most for definitely. East Carolina. That's pretty cool. Rajay Harris joining us. So, uh, th- so what? You, you have a uh, a daughter, of course. You you have a personal life like everyone. What do you do, uh, Rajay, when you get away from football? Uh, I get away. I just spend as much time I can with her. Uh, I talk to my family every day. Me and my dad talk for about an hour every day. Uh, I talk to my mom. She's steady working two jobs right now, so I I catch up with her at the back end. So about 11 o'clock at night. Um, but the rest of the time, I just feel my daughter and my girl. I just, uh, you know, soak that time. We either throwing a ball at each other. <laughs> she running up to me, trying to tackle me. Just little stuff like that. It just make my day. Just, awesome. you know, take my mind off football for a little bit. How's, uh, I know the answer to this, but how's school going so far? <laughs> <laughs> school to school. School you know, to school. Uh, I'm almost there. I'm almost finished. So I just got to keep going. Uh you know, that's the 1% too, you know, just going to class and getting my work done on time, um, being early, 10, 15 minutes early to class, just, you know, separate myself in the classroom. You said almost finished. How much more you got to go before uh, you graduate? Well, I taught him academic coordinator. Um, I'm on track to graduate next fall. Nice. So, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to believe, but I'll be a senior next semester. You know, and it's, it's crazy. You'll be a school senior school and senior. a football playing junior. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Good. I feel like I just got here yesterday. I know. It is wild. And, uh, and again, you started playing early on, which Mike Houston, uh, he doesn't really care what, what classification you are. If you're, I guess, busting your tail, you're going to get a look, play, right? You can play. Yep. <laughs> what do you remember about that, Rajay, just playing right away? Like, was it ever... 
was the game ever like too fast for you? Did you have to uh, have you a, a welcome to college football moment, or did you pick it up early on? Oh yeah, I had the moments. Uh, <clears throat> I remember the first game like it was yesterday. It was UCF, UCF, right? UCF, and uh, shoot, them guys was fast. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never like played no Florida team coming out of high school, so I never knew how fast they really were. You know, so going out there. It was very fast. I had to slow my mind down because it was just racing, racing, racing. But uh, after I slowed down, my mind and everything, it just, the whole game slowed down. And you feel, I assume, uh, 100% different heading into this week one than that week one? Like, oh, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mentally, yeah, yeah, mentally. They say it slows down. Like, what does that mean? Like, uh, So, you know, when I first got in that first time, I still remember it to this day, like, you know, we got mic calls, so hold on my mic, this person, and you got, like, plus one or minus one, and I wasn't even thinking about none of that. I was just <laughs> thinking either I'm going to get the ball, I'm going to run this route, and I'm not looking if I got to pick up a blitz, none of that. But now it's like yeah. I can slow it down. Like, I can tell what, what they're running, the defensive fronts, the coverages. Like, I can, I can tell everything pre-snap now, and it's just – you know, it's going to slow down. Another weird thing about that one, too, there was no fans screaming and yelling, right? <laughs> no, it was just like practice out there, man. And, you know, I got a plus out of it. You know, first year, just trying to, you know, lock my mind in on what college is going to be, you know, like physicality part. But um, last year, it was kind of eye-opening for me with the crowd. Yeah. And I'm just ready to hear them Saturday. Go yeah. Play. With all them people there, and the majority of them are, are rooting for you and cheering for you, you know, how— did the nerves pop up? Like, how do you how do you take all that in? Uh, honestly, I just be ready to play, man. Uh, you know, I hear the crowd, but the crowd's not playing. I'm playing, so um, I just got to focus on the task in the hand. We can celebrate with them after we win. But um, yeah, you definitely hear them. It definitely give you a little chills or whatever. But uh, once you out there, man, you locked in. Logged in, ready to go. Rajay Harris Holden said uh, Tuesday is going to probably be the most physical practice this week, Four and packs. yeah, uh, which you you don't mind, right? Nah, don't mind at all. <laughs> don't mind at all. <laughs> and then, uh, so what's Friday like for you guys? The day before game, what are you guys going to be doing uh, on Friday? A lot of mental, you know, just you know, sharpening up everything. Uh, you probably be in tennis shoes, no helmet. You just out there walking through a true walkthrough, but. Uh, it's just a lot of mental, a lot of mental work. Uh, the scout team helping you guys out this week, I guess, since you were playing day one, were you ever on the ECU scout team? Yes, I was, man. Me and Keaton was on scout team together, running 20 personnel the whole time. So we really didn't get no breaks, but uh, it unbenefited, man. It motivated us to get on that one field. So For folks that don't know, Rajay, the, mm-hmm. you know, we're familiar with that term and what the purpose is, but there might be some folks listening right now that go, what, what do you mean by scout team? So for folks that are tuned in that don't know what that does and how that helps ECU football, mm-hmm. break it down for them. All right, so you have a field like, you know, the ones and twos that's going to play majority of the snaps uh, on Saturdays, and then you have another field where it's like freshmen that just coming in or – you got like a three or four at that position. Um, they'd be on the other field just, just practicing on reps, trying to get all the reps they can get uh, to finally get on that one field, two field, and just, you know, ball up. And a lot of times they'll mock plays too. Run the same plays. Most of the time they run the same plays or they'll run their defense or NC State defense. Right, they'll try and mock the team that you're playing to give you a look of what. Most definitely. NC State's defense will look like or, or the offense might look like for the defense. Yep. But, um, you know, Coach Houston, he's the type of coach, like, if you balling out on scout field, uh, he'll move you over quick. Um, I think he shouted Taj, Taj out the other day, like, after week three, Taj got removed from scout field and came over there and balled with us. 
So, but you got to put in the work no matter what field you want. Rajay Harris joining us. You mentioned something about the internet going out that game, uh, Nebraska-Northwestern. Alex said, uh, I think he's talking about how the internet went out in the stadium and beer was free yeah. for that amount of time. <laughs> yeah, I saw that clip that they uh, did beer free. I, you know, <laughs> I saw someone go, God, we could only pray for something like that happening in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. But I, mm. for some reason, if the internet goes out, I just feel they'll stop sales. I don't think they'll put I, it yeah. on. I feel like that shut everything. Yeah, I don't think they'll put it on free We play. had a discussion you know? about that today. I but what like a classy move. What a great customer service move right there. Those folks in Ireland know how to do it, I guess. <laughs> Everybody be leaving the stadium to go down and like all the players be like, where's everybody going? What's yeah, going on? Definitely. Be, they won't even watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> Rajay Harris, joining Gus, getting ready uh, for NC State. And uh, we're looking forward to it, Rajay. Uh, once again, since you've been here, really tough week one season opener. So you don't get a break. You don't get an FCS opponent right out of the gate, a tough team. I know you're going to be motivated to go anyway, but probably adds even a little more motivation to you guys. That's how you want it. You know, you've been working hard since, um, shoot, January. Uh, just with this moment right here and uh, everybody done dreamed of it like I said it's just a blessing to play a team like this and the game one of the season the opener let everybody see like East Carolina is back Seems like a long time ago you guys were up in Maryland waiting to play a football game that was never played <laughs> right? Seems like a long time ago <laughs> yeah. yeah it does it does what a uh, what a brutal deal that was for you guys. <laughs> yeah, we got up there. We was ready to play, practicing, you know, doing team events. And then day before the game, we found out that they had COVID. And I think NC State <laughs> found out like the morning of their game yeah. or something. Oh, wow. that they were going to play out they in got, California. They got hosed too. Uh, Roger, this is the type of game everybody, you know, works or has friends or family with NC State and East Carolina. There's so much, you know, cross-contamination. You know, everybody <laughs> divided families and, and divided friendships uh, over this rivalry. What about you? Do you have some friends on the uh, other side of this thing uh, as far as players go? I honestly don't. I honestly don't have no no one over there that I know. But uh, I think it was one player there uh, recently, but I think he hit the portal. But um, I don't know nobody on that team. Got you. Nobody. <laughs> so it's nothing personal, strictly business for you. Strictly business. <laughs> yeah. Strictly business. See a guy in red, run over him. Yeah. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Rajay, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Enjoyed it. Um, I'll bring this up real quick. So, Troy, uh, looks like we're going to have our survivor team back for the NFL season. I'm excited after a few-year hiatus, I feel like. Tony Collins, Ellerby, myself, and you. Yeah. We have to pick one winner in the NFL each week. Very easy. Just straight up. Just a winner. And Rajay... Uh, but you can only pick that team once, Cliff. You can only pick the team once a year. Once you pick them, you can't pick them again. Yeah. But uh, Rajay, uh, how about the 49ers beating Troy D's Bears week one? Of course. I mean, that sounds like an easy one. Again. Cliff, I will say the Bears did finish the preseason undefeated, by the way. And <laughs> okay. last time that happened, the Bears were in the playoffs. Uh-oh. So, Whoa. You know, Uh-oh. Speaking okay. of about a little Got stat to consider, um, be careful what you wish for because... <laughs> Sometimes the Bears, I would not bet against the Bears week one with a new coaching staff, with a new GM, with a lot of new players, with a quarterback ready to prove himself. That's a dangerous, dangerous bet, and I am not going to co-sign on that. You can bet against them maybe later in the year, but let's see how they do game one first. We shall see. Uh, they have the second highest uh, spread in that game of all the games, 49ers over the Bears. I'm uh, it's dangerous. Okay. I'm telling you, be careful, Clip. Be All very right. careful on, on week one. We'll have this conversation when, when Rajay's not around. I like the 49ers to beat the Bears, yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about it. We got another week and a half to decide. Yeah, so. I just hate for us to get eliminated from you know the elimination pool. We all would one. hate that, but uh, you're the only one that thinks the Bears can be worth a damn this year. So, well, I, I just said I think they could surprise you. All right.
I would be yeah. shocked. We shall see. If they're good. Rajay, uh, thanks for hanging out, man. We'll uh, talk to you man. next Monday. Recap NC State and also get ready for Old Dominion. You're about to get into yeah. it here. Yeah, it's going to go by fast. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, appreciate sir. you joining us, man. I appreciate you. Thanks, Rajay. Question uh, for the both of you. Welcome in, Xavier Smith, by the way. Troy D here. Uh, have you ever sang karaoke, Xavier, by chance? Uh, not not in a public setting. Uh, <laughs> maybe behind closed doors, maybe okay. in the shower. If you were going to go, what's your go-to song? If you were asked to sing on stage, what would you go with? Sing on song? Uh... Troy, if you have yours ready, you can fire. That's a good question, Clip. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of, you know, there's a difference between what songs do you like and what song would you want to sing and perform. That's true. So you got to you got to consider that because the song you may like may not be one you'd be good singing at but That's true. but I'd probably go uh Simple Minds don't you forget about me Okay nice 80s Yeah tune probably it would probably be perfect for the show Thursday yeah. maybe I'll jump on with the band and uh and sing a little bit. I'm sure they'd enjoy that. I know Shirley really wants me to do that. Yeah she'd be front <laughs> row with the lighter uh lighter on. Xavier you got one? Uh I mean I'm not much of a singer but if I could sing It'll probably be like some, uh, man, I don't know. Because I can't sing. Well, so a lot of people well, do well, karaoke well, that can't of, you know, Troy like, can't sing. No, but a lot of rap songs are more talking, too. Mm, so you don't true. even have to sing. Half these guys don't even sing. They just talk. Uh, probably so, Lil Baby Freestyle. All right. It's the national anthem. There you go. Boy, I watched, not to get too sidetracked, but I was, I was flipping around. We might as well. We've asked Xavier yeah. almost all we can. I was speaking, this ties into music. I was flipping around last night. That was my, my last night at the beach clip until, you know, the foreseeable future. So after you cried for two hours. And I, I came across the MTV Music Awards because they had it like on five, on every Paramount channel, I guess. They were doing a simulcast. It was like on five different channels. I hadn't watched this in probably 25 years. Same. So I was like, you know what? I'll watch a little bit of this. Boy, you want to feel old. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and watch the MTV Music Awards. I think I recognize like oh, three people, the names. Some of the names I can't even pronounce on this show clip <laughs> that were so dirty. Just what the artist calls themselves. This old man. No, I'm, I'm like, I can't even, if I said this on the show, <laughs> we get calls, we get complaints, we might lose an advertiser. Old but that. this is a person like, uh, that's a, that's a, <laughs> I swear the artist was named after like a female genitalia like i couldn't believe and they put it the graphic on the screen you know nominated it's it's like what how can you say this how can you call yourself this like i just could not believe like how terrible that show was a little more open back then yeah man i just i'm definitely feeling like the old man watching that show well yeah that's it was garbage it was i mean our demographic the music's garbage the show's garbage all right. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's not for us. It's not for me. I don't think. Yeah. I've definitely aged out of MTV. Yeah. I figured they would just show ridiculousness and catfish. Yeah. I don't know they had live shows anymore. Yeah. I know. I still like the uh, the challenge. You ever seen that on MTV, Xavier? <laughs> You're not. Road rules. Watch TV like that like stuff. That, no more. Yeah. that still comes on. Does it? And it's still people we recognize. Yeah. Like it's crazy. <laughs> those old people have made a career off going on MTV and being in those challenges. Yeah. I have gotten hooked on a ridiculousness binge before because it just rolls one into the yeah, other, yeah. and I'll just be. Like, and then they'll promo like mm-hmm. what's coming up. I'm like, oh, I gotta see what this is now. <laughs> <laughs> then they hook me in. They know what they're doing. And you always that. laughing. This whole yeah, I'm like, it is crazy. And it's a lot of stuff laughing. I've never seen anywhere else yeah. before. I don't know how they find the stuff. It's not like stuff. Oh, I've seen all that. Yeah. Most of it's the first time I've ever seen yeah, it. Me too. And I look at a lot of weird stuff, guys. And I still <laughs> haven't seen this stuff. Xavier, uh, how'd you spend your weekend? Did you watch any live college football Saturday? 
I actually didn't. I just took a, two me days for real. The, yeah. uh, we got out towards the night of Friday, so I just kind of used the rest of that day to chill, catch up on Game of Thrones. Okay. And then Saturday, took my dog to the dog park, gave him a little bit of attention now that he can get some more me time, so I took him to the park, play a little bit of Call of Duty, and then really just watched a little bit of film, watched a couple clips of, you know, games, highlights, but... You know, I just took a break. Anytime I get a break, I am yeah. using it for a little bit of me and then for stuff that's important in my life. So that's kind of what I've been focusing on this year. What episode of Game of Thrones are you on? I'm on season two, episode eight. Now, so you got through a lot of work there because yeah. you were just yeah. starting. Yeah. You went through the whole first What'd season. What do you think of Ned's... Uh, look, this show's Don't old. spoil we it. Do, do not spoil it. This, it's like 10 years old Clip, now. I haven't seen it yet. and I'm, You're not going to watch I'm it. I'm considering maybe no, one day. No, you're not. You're not watching that. This is too I, much. I heard there's a lot of good parts in it. There is a lot of good parts. Yeah. A lot of bad parts, a <laughs> lot of good parts, a lot of parts. You know uh, what I'm talking about. <laughs> when you say watch film... Uh, can you do that on your own on your own devices or do you have to go in to watch film like how do you watch film I do it on my phone okay they put cut ups and stuff that you know we can access on our phones so I'll just anytime I'm laying in bed cause Game of Thrones there'd be some parts I'd be getting a little dozed off so I'll just be watching film watching practice seeing the things I did wrong seeing the things I need to do better that way I can you know correct other people get a better approach better feel for the games just so we're all at a better standing going into the game week because, you know, it's my list year, last year and when people say, you know, it's really, you know, it hits a little different and do hit a little different. So I'm mm-hmm. just trying to make sure the guys are straight for the first game. You know, it's not too much on their place. You know, whatever I can take off of them, you know, because I'm an older player, more experienced. I can handle it. Maybe they can't. So I'm just trying to have some open communication dialogue with them to see what's the best way we can get things going this year. Xavier, this NC State quarterback is coming in with a lot of hype and attention and they're really uh, building up him in the program this year. You as a linebacker, kind of the quarterback of the defense, if you will. Uh, what, what worries you? What concerns you, if anything, about this NC State quarterback? Um, respectfully, ain't nothing NC State do that concern me. Ain't nothing their quarterback do that scare me. You know, uh, I play the game confident. I play to win. You know, I hope other teams are good because I like to compete. Uh, I feel like that's the game. That's the football. You go out there to compete. If you think you the best, oh, yeah, all four with that. Whoever think they the best, I want them. We want them. So, you know, and then again, you know, with that, you know, you got to be careful with saying that because, you know, people get caught up in what a lot of people saying but I'm just a real confident person I feel like our team's real confident as well so we don't really look in for what everybody else got we just really understand what we have and see the opportunity we got uh this Saturday this this team doesn't intimidate you though no it's good never have been intimidated by no team <laughs> I <laughs> who always are, want to beat them I always want the best top guy that's the top guy I want them who are the names and numbers that kind of jump out when you watch State's offense uh, you know what do, what do they do well in your opinion uh, I mean they they move the ball pretty well they have a lot of RPO a lot of mm-hmm. you know base stuff but you know there's only so much you can do with offense before like 
you see the same stuff, the same picture. So they hide a lot of their stuff with motions and stuff. And you don't want to dive deep into right. the game plan. But, you know, a lot of the stuff they do, you know, it's like I've been playing for five years. A lot of stuff I have seen before. I know they just trying to hide it with disguises and motions and things like that. So it's really just me communicating that so the whole defense knows and, you know, the backups know, the, the safety knows, the defensive line knows. That way we're all on the same page and we all move with each other one unit. And on that note, you've been around so long that disguising that the offense wants to do, you're trying to do the same on defense. It's like a chess match before every play, right? Yeah, it so is. So, like, how chess. how evolved uh, has has this defense become? Year three, Blake Carroll, and when it comes to that, oh, it's been night and day. Like, I tell the freshmen all the time, like, you think this defense hard? Imagine learning a new one every single year, because that's how it used to be when I was their age, you know, in college. So. It's definitely good. Like, it's just been great, to be honest, especially for me. You know, I'm real comfortable with the defense, having three years to really understand it. You know, I know where I fit in the scheme of things, so I can really bluff around, move around a lot, give the offense some different looks to create some confusion on there. And there's a lot of different guys that can do the same things, the disguising coverages, disguising blisses. So it's all just been great to watch this defense develop, watch the team develop into what it is right now. Xavier Smith joining us in the Pirate Radio Studios getting ready for East Carolina NC State. And uh, Xavier, talk to your teammates about this. You guys, uh, go ahead and open up with the best. Uh, no FCS game. It's been like this just about every year you've been here, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did, like it. you like the challenge. I love the challenge. <laughs> uh, and uh, when it comes to uh, this rivalry game, I don't know, did you did you know anything about ECU, NC State, these uh, in-state schools and things like that before you got to ECU? Did you have to learn about it? Before I got here, I had no clue. Like, when it was beef, who's the best school? I was just like, oh, I'll just say my high school. I ain't really know. <laughs> like, it was a North Carolina thing. But being here for five years, oh, yeah, I'm definitely into the beef. I'm definitely into ECU rivalry games. ECU to the day I died, hate all other North Carolina schools. So I'm definitely like, whether or not I like it, I'm in it regardless. So, Troy's your kind of guy right here. Yeah, yeah. you're speaking my language. <laughs> For real. Yeah. And a lot of Pirate fans out there. Yeah. Uh, game day routines, Xavier, anything you'll be doing? Uh, Holton says the day starts about 6.30 for you guys. Does that sound about right? So what's uh, what's it like between that time and, and noon? 6.30. That's what he said. In the morning? That's yeah. what he said. Wake up. Oh, Holden must be on a different schedule. <laughs> <laughs> what time are you waking up? Uh, well, I don't got. I got an online class, so I wake up about like. Well, he's uh, talking about game Saturday. Day. Saturday. Oh, game yeah, day. Game day. Okay, it's a twelve cool. o'clock okay, kickoff. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. Got Holden because I better say I must be doing something wrong. <laughs> but yeah, probably six thirty. Uh, wake up, eat some food. You know, meetings, more meetings. Get a little break, more meetings. Go eat some more food, more meetings, and then you know, eating and meeting. Yeah. Hopefully, you can squeeze in some football with all these meetings. <laughs> Get a little got a lot of committee in. meetings. You know, here. good dialogue, communication, clear up anything we're confused about before you know we go out there, and then after that, is relax, get in your own space, and ready to play ball. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, we're ready to watch it. I know you're ready to get out there. Yeah, I'm excited. Xavier Smith joining us. Xavier, I appreciate talking to you all offseason, man, and looking forward to finally being able to recap and, and preview games next week. So we'll do it uh, next Monday. Yes, sir. Look forward to it. Good luck, my man. Thank you. I appreciate you. Hopefully man. around 3, 30, 4 o'clock, you're flipping uh, oh, yeah. on the midfield. We win logo. that game. I might do a backflip mid-twist, go out there, do a cartwheel. 
Yeah, I'm going to be crazy for sure. Keep an eye on it, folks. Miles and the crew uh, has been planning theirs for a while now, probably, yes, right, sir. Miles? So yes, sir. We were just talking to Xavier about game day. Uh, Blake Harrell said earlier on the Brian Bailey show, he still gets the the butterflies, not in a nervous way, but just, just that game day feeling. So how about you on yeah. Saturday? What's going to be going through your uh, your brain? Well, just I probably won't sleep Friday night, honestly. I'll probably need some melatonin just to – put me to sleep but saturday morning as soon as we wake up i'm i'm ready to go music's gonna be in my ear i'm focused and it's, um just locked in you know on, on everything i needed to need to do and and i'm just i'm ready to go final preparations i guess this week of practice so yes, what's sir. tuesday wednesday thursday uh gonna be like for you guys on on the defense tuesday and wednesday is gonna be uh more like heavy practices you know just getting the final touches in on the game plan for saturday thursday is more of a helmeted practice uh just going over all type of corrections it's a true special teams day friday walkthrough Man, Saturday is time to go. All right, sounds good. Miles ready to roll. Uh, when you look at the film, Miles, what stands out to you uh, about the Wolfpack and, and what they do offensively? Well, their quarterback um, is definitely has a great arm. Um, great arm, knows where to go with the football, knows where to put the football. Um, offensive line moves very quickly. Um, very physical offensive line, so we're just going to have to win the point of contact. And they also have a, some good receivers um, on the outsides that are able to go and get contested balls and um, a really strong hand. So we're just going to have to do a good job uh, contesting those throws and getting after the quarterback. And, I mean, th- this could differ depending on the opponent, but how much of your job is going to be Run versus pass on uh, on Saturday. What are you planning for as far as that race? Primarily, I'm 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 focused on stopping the run. Okay, you, know, you got to stop the run um, in order to get them in second and long, third and long situations. And then once we get in those situations, then I'll be more uh, focused on the pass and in coverage. Talked about third down defense with you, I believe, last week. East Carolina top. Uh, 10 top 12 in the country last year on third down some you pride yourselves in and a lot easier when it's third and eight as opposed to third and two right? oh most definitely you know third and two is hard to to get that push sometimes at the line of scrimmage that you need but third and eight uh, you know that they need eight yards so you, you can mix up the coverages a little bit mix up the defense and, and get after it as, you, as you've watched NC State how are they tempo wise are you planning for them to, to be up tempo? most definitely uh, the best way to plan for tempo is always expected you know and if they come out and they're not in it then cool but if they come out in it we're prepared for it. and that's something that we've been doing from camp in the last couple of weeks of practice we talked to the offensive guys about scripted plays and, and scripting your first 10 20 scripting your first drive how about defense do you have enough film on them to where uh, you can kind of script your defense for the first drive of the game yeah um in film study that's just something you do you you look at the last six to eight games of the season and uh see what they like to do coming out uh, especially in the first quarter and you prepare for that but at the end of the day you kind of don't know what they're going to come yeah. out in you just got to prepare for what you can um but primarily like i said is, is going to be stopping the run and getting them in second and long third and long situations hold nailer says that you know he's got a play that comes in if he looks at and sees something that can change that play what do you do defensively uh when the when you see the quarterback check in talking to his players yeah what's that communication like on your side of the ball at that point well yeah we uh when i see them check i, I look at the sideline and see if there's a check that i can uh put the defense in and put them in the best call put us in the best call um if there's something that 
now, like I said, we we have the ability now as a defense to make adjustments on the field uh, because we're so experienced. So if we if we see a look that we don't like or we want to check to something else, we definitely have the ability to do so. What percentage is uh, would you say ECU's defense is when it comes to coverage is man versus zone? How, how much uh, are you alternating mm, on that? I think that varies by game. Honestly, uh, some some teams you wanna you might want to run more zone just depending on the type of uh, routes that they run in um, in coverage, and then if you feel like you can physically dominate them uh, at the line of scrimmage, then you might want to run man. So I, I can't really give you a percentage, but that definitely varies week to week. And uh, whatever it is, you can you can do it all, right? Yes, sir. You're prepared to do it all at this yes, point. Uh, Miles being a, an in-state guy, I talked to Rajay, South Carolina guy, Xavier, Virginia guy. Yeah. Didn't know too much about ECU, NC State before they got here. They understand it now. How about you growing up yeah. in the state? That's that's something huge. You know, uh, growing up, I remember when Russell Wilson was at NC State and I remember even in 2016 when uh, the Wolfpack came to to Dowdy Fick and, and lost in that huge game. I remember watching that and, and just being like, wow, like I would love to be in that atmosphere. So now just being able to to play um, this weekend in that atmosphere, maybe even a bigger atmosphere uh-huh. than 2016, um, is definitely a dream come true. And I'm, I'm just ready to put it all out there on the field. How do you use that crowd energy as a positive and not let the nerves kick in? You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you do that? Uh, really, you know, it it's something that I was just telling my mom this the other day like before the play comes in you hear the noise you know you hear the crowd you're like okay yeah getting into it but then as soon as you get that play and as soon as you lock in on to your assignments I don't hear anything you know it, it that noise completely blocks out but then as soon as the play is made and the play is over and I hear the whistle boom I hear the noise again so it's it's definitely it's, we feed off of it but at the end of the day sometimes we don't even hear it so if we see you out there waving your arms you're probably not you're just <laughs> It's I don't know muscle like I'm a, I'm a I'm wait I'm waving my arms I'm telling the crowd to get into it but then as the play comes in I won't hear the crowd yeah. at all yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's kind of a weird deal yeah right? it's, it's it's something it's something Miles Berry joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios East Carolina NC State Saturday at noon and uh, again you, you I said this to Rajay you played on big stages high level football but yes, sir. still something cool about being on ESPN being the game right oh, after yeah. college game day like, that's yeah, a big deal yeah for sure uh, being on this platform being able to you know uh, just a dream come true you know my, my Instagram name is ESPN's finest because like in middle school I wanted to I had a dream of being able to play on ESPN and now being able to do so you know you just want to showcase all that hard work that you put in and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a dream come true for sure Miles Berry joining us getting ready for the Wolfpack on Saturday we'll yes, uh, talk to Ryan Jones coming up Keaton Mitchell Isaiah Winstead Jeremy Lewis later on in today's program and kind of talked about this last week but man just being able to play against another team at this point yeah. and stop beating on your brothers is probably a good thing right <laughs> yes sir we've been going going at it since to August 2nd uh, and and you know going against Holton going against Ryan Jones on a daily basis you know it, it it's iron sharpening iron but it, it does get a little nerve wracking you know because we start 
uh, game game planning against each other, and we know our cheats, and, and it kind of gets a little unfair <laughs> at times. But now just being able to, uh, since the season has started, going against different opponents, it, it's just a great thing. A name that Blake Harrell brought up earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show after talking about you and Xavier is Chance Bates, who is yes, a sir. new to the program, but certainly not a young player, a mm-hmm. veteran at this point. It sounds like we're going to see him out on the field. What kind of offseason has he had uh, with he's, this team? Yeah, he's had a great, you know, his main thing was just meshing with us, you know, and and we've in, invited him in with open arms, and he's been a he's been a great asset to us. He's been playing at a very high level, and I'm just ready to see him put on that purple and gold in front of uh, in front of fifty thousand and Daddy Fick and uh, doing showcasing his ability that I've seen all camp, you know, but uh, to the whole Pirate Nation, the offense can make a change, and but the defense can't make a change on the, if the offense makes a change, you are allowed a little bit of time to get a change in. Is that correct? How it works? When you say change, you mean a substitution? Yeah, so, or, a sub. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's no, a, it's still the, very quick. You got to be quick. Yeah, you got to you got to know, and and that's the thing about being locked into the game, especially you know if you're a second guy up, you know you got to be locked in because at any moment the first guy or the starter can go down, so you got to be ready. But as soon as the offense makes a substitution they do allow the defense to make a substitution also have you ever uh, when you're not on the field not been ready to go into a game because mm. <laughs> maybe maybe once or twice yeah. maybe freshman or sophomore year but the last couple of years now nah, i'm dialed in i'm yeah. locked into the game and uh <laughs> I, I can see that happening sometimes yeah though. and yeah uh, it's, I guess it's next man to, up at that point I'm, yeah it's it's easy to get kind of out of focus sometimes yeah a lot going on around you. especially when you're young you yeah. know but but as a veteran guy you know that it's it's a next man up mentality and you you always want to be ready whether that's even special teams you know if you somebody goes down on kickoff you want to be able to pop up and say hey i can run down there and make a tackle too so you got always got to be locked in uh, Miles, the week one has always been a difficult opponent for East Carolina these last few years. Can't seem to get that illustrious week one win. So what would a win this uh, this week to start the season off right mean for you guys? It would just start the season off uh, really with, with high hopes. And um, honestly, yeah, like you said, we, we usually uh, have struggles in game one and then somewhat bounce back mm-hmm. in game two or game three but we our main focus is starting off we want to start off strong we want to start off rolling and and we'll do that by getting a win this weekend well miles uh good luck to you man can't wait to see you out on the field Thank you. and Thank uh you. we'll talk to you next monday yes sir hey, ryan jones joining us and uh Ryan, really uh, ready to finally catch some balls when they matter uh, on the field coming up this Saturday. How excited are you to finally uh, be in game week, Ryan? Uh, it's a great feeling finally being in game week. Um, the guys and uh, myself, we put in a lot of work this uh, this offseason and spring just trying to make sure that we're at our best for uh, this week one matchup. So we're excited. And you said it was a pretty quick offseason and, and you couldn't even really find a dividing, a dividing point. You said you still kind of remember practicing up in Maryland for the bowl game, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely feels like it. Uh, everything kind of happened real fast, especially being my last year. I think that's kind of playing a, a big part in that. But, um, yeah, it just seems like time's going by fast. But, I mean, I'm glad it's uh, it's getting close to game day. What's the the feeling like? Can you go back and remember this time last year heading into the opener compared to this year and just, you know, how further along you are within this program and everything? Yeah, I'll say for myself, I do usually um, do kind of have some jitters before the week before uh, or on uh, game week. But um, I definitely feel more confident going to this first game. I feel like my preparation has uh, allowed me to be – more um, just confident in my, in my play and um, just in what we're about to do this weekend. Holden said he's, uh, you know, getting that timing right with Johnson, uh, with also Winstead, the, the new guys here on this team. But that's something y'all went through last year that probably 
clicks right now easy, right? Yeah, I mean, After definitely uh, being with him for now a full season and uh, offseason and everything, we definitely have a, a chemistry that is really good. I mean, with uh, Ad and Isaiah and uh, some of the guys that also came from uh, this offseason, it's really just been great how he's uh, been getting the ball around. So you got uh, three more practices to go, I guess, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, maybe the tougher of the, the week. But uh, well, what's this final week of practice like for you guys on the offensive side? Uh, we're definitely just trying to fine-tune what we have. You know, we're definitely kind of uh, trying to have excellent ex- execution. So um, as a whole, we can feel confident for uh, going into Saturday. What uh, stands out about the Wolfpack defense? Any any names, any numbers that caught your eye? Um, really, I'll say – where they're best at is their linebackers. They definitely uh, they have guys that can make plays, and they have a safety that's really good. But um, ultimately, they just have a, a, a somewhat big defense. But um, they have uh, two guys that are coming back from injury, so we do know that. But, I mean, they just have a, a good-sized defense. And I guess this <clears throat> varies uh, depending on who you play and how they play you. But are you do you find yourself more taking on linebackers or DBs? Um, the defense they run, it's more so of a, they will sometimes go man. Uh, and press the, the slot. But uh, ultimately, it'd be probably more so uh, safeties with the defense they run. Uh, do you welcome the, the press coverage? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm good with off, man, whatever it is. I mean, I'm just ready to ball. Ryan Jones joining us. Ryan, do you have any individual goals this year, numbers in mind? Do you do, you do that? Um, kind of this year, I'm just more so just focused on how can I improve the offense and how can I help the team out the most? Because, I mean, the goals that we have for uh, for ourselves this season is more is bigger than what I have for uh, myself. I mean, if, as long as we handle what we need to, uh, to do this season, I know uh, my goals will be handled as well. So I'm just more so focused on contributing the best I can. Ryan Jones joining us. Ryan, as a Charlotte guy, what did you know about East Carolina NC State, you know, as a high school kid or as a kid in Charlotte? Did you know a lot about the, the rivalry or anything like that? Uh, I did a little bit. I really wasn't too uh, too big into ECU or NC State. Uh, my dad was a big Florida State fan, so okay. I mean, that's how I spent most of my Saturdays uh, <laughs> watching them play. So, I mean, I mean, I've heard about it, and I know how deep it runs, but, uh, yeah, I just didn't. I didn't grow up watching I got you. Florida State uh, won the other night. They had a long delay, a lightning delay, before they played Duquesne. Uh, Do you still keep an eye on Oklahoma? I mean, I'm sure you got some buddies there, right? Yeah, I still, uh, uh, one of my roommates, he still still plays there, Jalen Redman. So, I mean, I always check in with him. And um, my guys that played there before us, I mean, I always check in with them. But, yeah, I'm definitely uh, checking to see how they do after we play Saturday. How much football were you able to catch on uh, Saturday? I watched a few games. I definitely watched um, that Nebraska uh, Northwestern game. Uh, it was crazy seeing that they played in Ireland. I've never really seen that. Would you like to play uh, overseas like that? Um, yeah, if we did, I just hope we win. <laughs> it's a long, a long fly over. Back. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to get a little appetizer on uh, on Saturday, and it's a pretty good slate for Thursday night. I know the backyard brawl, uh, Pitt and West Virginia will be playing on Thursday night during our Pirate Radio football kickoff party. Uh, Wake Forest is in action Thursday night, Central Michigan, Oklahoma State. So uh, will you find yourself uh, watching some football of its own or are you, you doing other stuff? Yeah, I'm definitely, when it's uh, when it's college football season, I'm definitely tuned in on the games. Uh, I'm a big college football guy. I mean, I love the NFL, but I definitely enjoy uh uh, college football more. I had my last uh, fantasy draft on Saturday. I mm-hmm. waited around on tight end a little while, so I missed out on the big names. I got Dalton Schultz. Uh, I hate to draft a cowboy, but I think uh, with their receivers being hurt, he could have a good year. What do you think about that pick? Yeah, um, I'm really not too familiar with him. But I mean, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, he's probably he'll probably do. Uh, he'll get you some points. He'll get a few points. Do you play fantasy football at all? Nah, cause NCAA, I can't. They won't let you. Yeah, Dang. you know, he's strict on that stuff. Uh, you've talked about your favorite tight ends to watch. Uh, Kelsey, uh, I guess Andrews from the the Ravens. Who's your, yeah? Who's the big uh, tight end point getter this year, in your opinion? I would say, I would say he's a sleeper, but I say Kyle Pitts. I feel like yeah. this year he'll have a he'll have a breakout season, just depending on uh, how the uh, the quarterback play is. But I feel like he'll have a breakout season this year. And I shouldn't say this because nobody drafted him. I need to pick him up now in my league. But well, if, if Logan Thomas stays healthy, yeah. watch out. He had a big year two years ago. And, uh, he was with the Commanders. Yeah, he came back uh, and clicked with Wentz early on, it sounds like. So mm-hmm. watch out for Logan Thomas, folks. Just yeah. putting it out there. Hopefully the Commanders can do something right this year. <laughs> something for me to pull for. All right, so uh, any game day uh, routine superstitions for you, Ryan? Anything you'll be doing Saturday? Um, Saturday, I'm just a real – I like to be – super relaxed um i usually just listen to music i don't do too much talking or i mean i just more so just uh, try to lock in myself and you know, i'm just relax have you ever uh sang karaoke before yeah i've done it once what'd you sing <laughs> um man i'm trying to think uh it's like an old like r&b song but uh i can't remember the name next uh, time i come I'm, I'm gonna have it for y'all all right so that was a one-time thing. It was not every. Let's say you had to. We're not gonna make you do that, obviously. Yeah. Uh, what would be a, a, a go-to song for you if you had to do it? Um, probably any Drake song, or if I have to like sing or song, I probably go like Chris Brown. All right, you know. There you go. There's Get the cool. ladies into it. Okay. You know, <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Ryan Jones joining us. What's your uh, What's your favorite sports movie, Ryan? My favorite sports movie, I'd probably say. Um, hmm, favorite sports movie. Above the Rim is a good one. Um, oh, that's old school there. Yeah. Was uh, White Man Can't Jump. I mean, I love okay, like, yeah, I like the old the school ones. Yeah, no like doubt, that. no doubt. Those are uh, the two good ones there. Classic. Uh, yeah, Tupac in Above the Rim, right? <laughs> uh, Ryan Jones joining us. Final preparation for NC State. And uh, what a way to kick off the season. You see like North Carolina playing Florida A&M. A lot of schools will play an FCS opponent to get started. But, man, you get thrown right into the fire. Uh, you guys are accepting that challenge, I know. Yeah, it's definitely um, – I feel like just for myself personally, I feel like – this game is going to propel us into the season we want to have, you know. So, I mean, definitely being more focused for um, NC State. I mean, just carrying that preparation throughout the rest of the season is going to um, just help our team, you know. All right. Well, Ryan, good luck to you, man. Appreciate you joining us here today. And uh, we will recap it and also get ready for Old Dominion because, as you said, the, you you say the offseason went by fast. This season's going to fly no, by, no too. Doubt. So, no try to enjoy every day. But uh, once you get done with one, you're right there to the next one, right? So, right. Well, good luck to you guys, Ryan. We'll be uh, we'll be watching you Saturday and talking to you again next Monday. Gotcha. Appreciate you. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, Delcor Players Lounge, brought to you by the service professionals at Delcor. You can give them a call, 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com if you have issues with your cooling or plumbing or later on this calendar year, uh, your heating. They can take care of it all at Delcor. And joining us now, Isaiah Winstead, East Carolina wide receiver, ready for his first game, uh, suiting up in the purple and gold. Isaiah, been a long offseason. Uh, you're excited to get going, right? Very long. <laughs> what's uh, what's the, the feelings right now, game week finally here? You feel any different kind of heading into this week? Nah, I mean, I'm definitely anxious. You know, I ain't played since, what, uh, December of last year. I ain't 
you know, so I'm just very anxious. I just can't wait. Yeah, and you even said putting a helmet back on, putting the pads back on here recently uh, with fall camp and everything uh, felt different. So uh, yeah. let's talk. How's the connection? We, we've asked you before, you and Holton, with the timing and everything. Do you feel like that's uh, all sorted out, ready to go here for week one? I feel like it's great. I feel like we connecting. And a lot of that was what off season away from the team, right? Like yeah. just you, you two guys getting together. Yeah, that and mostly camp too as well. You know, staying back and getting extra and stuff like that. Texting each other what we want and what we need, and you know, just connecting in those ways too. We asked Holden uh, who's going to be the starting lineup out there at receiver. He said uh, yourself along with. Ryan Jones, Jalen Johnson, uh, maybe some CJ Johnson out there. Get the, and that is a pretty tall uh, receiving core to start the game with. So, how about Jalen? We we don't we hadn't seen much of him, uh, obviously here uh, in an ECU uniform. What what does he do well at receiver? Um, he definitely liked that uh, route running, definitely route running, <laughs> fast. All that, everything you need in a receiver. We've asked you before, but for Pirate fans, excited to see you for the first time on Saturday. Uh, what, what would you say your strengths are at receiver? Route running and catching. Yeah, yeah. Getting the ball at, the, at its highest point. I hear you've uh, you've been catching some jump balls, <laughs> and you enjoy that that one on one. Trying. Looking at NC State, anybody stand out? Any names or numbers on their defense that stand out to you, Isaiah? Maybe the safety, number 10, you know, he come down and fill the run up and stuff like that. You know, that's going to be, we got to get him covered up and blocking and stuff like that. But other than that, you know, I ain't sleeping on nobody, but nah. Yeah. I, and Coach Boyette, Donnie Kirkpatrick has talked about this since he's been here for years and years, but blocking. We hadn't talked to you much about it, but put, they take a lot of pride in that, and, and you as players have to as well. So, you know, how important is that for a receiver to, to be able to block and help your guys out? It's very important. Actually, like, since high school, like, uh, my high school in Holland Springs, um, like, our coach, basically, if you didn't block, you didn't get the ball. <laughs> so that been instilled in my brain, like, to block. And even at my previous schools, you had to block. How much did you know growing up about East Carolina, NC State, like these in-state teams, the rivalry? Did you know much of that growing up at no, all? No, no. How much has it been discussed as a, since you've been here? A lot. That's all they talk about yeah. this rivalry, they, how much they hate state. Have they made you hate state yet? I hate them. <laughs> all right, we got them. We, uh, Isaiah's ready to go. So. Uh, and man, uh, for season openers too, you're going to be hyped up regardless of who the opponent is. But to get one like this at your house kind of adds to it, right? It's definitely big. We get to play, you know, ACC school at home for the season opener. That's definitely big. What uh, goes through your head on game day? Blake Harrell, uh, defensive coordinator, told Brian Bailey he still gets the butterflies, not in like a nervous way, but just that football feeling. So how about you Saturday morning when you wake up? Uh, what are those feelings going to be like for you? When I wake up, it's like I'm ready to go. You know, like I'm just real quiet. So I'm just locking in. Then by the time that game time starts, you know, I get a little butterflies. And then I just, you know, tap into that mode, tap into that different mode. Like I walk onto the field um, before the kickoff. I get on the knee and pray. And then once I say my prayer, I put my helmet on and it's go time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that Isaiah Winstead. We've gotten to know you a little bit here. And, uh, you're you're a pretty quiet guy overall, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> we can we can tell. We appreciate you talking with us. I know it might not be your favorite thing, but uh, but yeah, pretty pretty quiet. I mean, what what, uh, what makes you get energetic? Obviously, football. Anything else? Like, do we ever see Isaiah loud and crazy? Uh, maybe if I score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll see that. Just uh, coming up Saturday. Uh, Isaiah Winstead joining us. Did you watch any football? Uh, week zero, there was a few games Saturday. Did you watch any of them? Yeah, I watched FAMU. Okay. Uh, and they hung around for a little while with yeah, North Carolina. Until about the second half. Who else did I watch? Uh, Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, I took that. a L week one. Yeah, that was the only two I watched. Northwestern uh, knocking off Nebraska. That Northwestern was an eleven point underdog, just yeah. like East Carolina is to NC State. <laughs> so it's it already happened once. Uh, can certainly happen again on Saturday. Uh, so I say, what about this week of uh, practice? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for yourself. Uh, what are the fi- the things you want to fine tune here these last few days? Uh, just more so like mental stuff and then just increasing that connection with Holton like you know fine tuning everything like what is it that we want exactly when this is happening and stuff like that and then you know stretching and stuff like that hydrating I guess physical physical stuff and you talked about how much you jumped into the playbook and everything you good with all that heading into the game yeah and uh, and check since because Holden Aylers has said he does have some freedom this year to to audible to check off and yeah he definitely do he love to check <laughs> uh, something to look out for coming up on Saturday uh, so Isaiah um, you're not allowed I heard to play uh, fantasy football uh, I don't know if you'd be into that anyway do you even know what that is I heard of it. I don't, I never did it before <laughs> I don't even know like like what you got to do to even do that. <laughs> so for example. You you draft NFL players and what they do in the game you get points for. So like my receiving core that I drafted Saturday is uh, I got Debo Samuel, Jalen Waddle, Cortland Sutton, Juju, guys like that. Yeah. And I play against another team and then what they do on the field I get points for. It's what us nerds do that can't play football. What's that? What the points go to? So you get so they get a point for reception, six for a touchdown, ten for every hundred yards. And we all have lineups, and we keep up. And whoever has the most points between me and my opponent wins that week. Okay. So, <laughs> so do you like win anything? Like, well, yeah, you throw in a little little cash. Here. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're playing for something. Makes sense. There's a pot at the end of the thing. Yeah. Uh, but you can't do that as a student athlete, and then you're going to be playing in the NFL. So you probably won't be playing then, but maybe when you're old and retired, I'll explain it to you. Yeah, you can get in sure. our league. <laughs> it's again, some of us non-athletic dudes uh, do, but uh, but looking forward to that. Who uh, we've talked about some of your favorite receivers. Who uh, who do you like watching on Sunday? Who's going to have a big year? You like it? I mean, I think Cortland Sutton from Denver is primed for a big year with Russell Wilson now. Who uh, who's a breakout guy for you this uh, year? I like Justin Jefferson. Like, uh, he's a like monster. Like he, run his routes and like how smooth he is like you know like I said I'm, I take pride in the route running and yeah. stuff so like that's somebody I watch Devontae Adams stuff like that how you think Adams is going to do with a new team and uh he's got his old quarterback though that's yeah, a yeah I feel like he's going to do good yeah I feel like yeah alright Isaiah uh, man final final days uh for prep for NC State and I don't know man what's going to be like when you take the field 50,000 all those purple shirts and everything cheered for you like, do you hear it, or do you try to block it out and focus? Like, how do you take it all in? No, I like to hear it. It turned me up. Like, I, I want to hear that. Like, I want to see all that in the in the stands. Like, it just make me. An, it's, that's another way for me to lock in. Like, all right. 
lock into tap into another level. Like. All right. So get loud for Isaiah and his teammates coming up Saturday at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. Isaiah, thanks for hanging out, man, and uh, good luck this week. We'll talk to you next Monday. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 